Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? This is BC. Welcome back to another episode of Supreme Being. It's a new week. We are about to enter February of 2022, one month already down in the books. That's how quick it is. We're doing the Cole Collin Challenge. I just finished up an event called the Rebirth of the Titans, which was focused more on leadership from a personal level and also at an organizational level if you run a team or you have any people under you. So we're rocking and rolling. What are you doing this year so far? Good moment to check in, especially if the first month hasn't gone as you expected or you didn't hit some of these goals and things that you intended to do for the new year if you're somebody who uh, made New Year's resolutions, right? So let's begin. I titled this the same way I made a, a post earlier on Facebook in a moment of just kind of inspiration that came to me. And I said, focus on being, like the supreme being, the name of this, focus on being, not appearing to be. And I want to talk about that. The majority of people out there are focused on the second one, the latter of those two, instead of the first one. The first one is superior. Why? For the sake of just that statement, if you focus on being, eventually you will become, and then you will also appear to be. If you appear to be and you focus on that, there's a good chance that you're going to be skipping steps and not doing what it takes to actually be and become. That's the main point. If we're just going to look at the, the quote itself, right? That's the quick, easy 10 second answer. But let's discuss this for a second. Look at social media. How many people will do so much to fake the funk or appear to be more successful than they are or ahead, right? For all these backwards reasons of impressing people that they don't even know and blah, 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 right? It, it's just a complete waste at the end of the day. Instead of actually focusing on what they're supposed to do, let's look at me and my situation, man. Was it pretty the first probably couple years that I was doing my entrepreneurial thing and business thing and real estate thing? No, dude. All I did was share what I was doing and where I was at. There was nothing pretty about it. This is what books I'm reading. This is where I'm at right now. I haven't closed a deal in like a month or two, right? Nothing was like highlights, fancy, you know, me sitting in front of the Lamborghini and all that kind of stuff. Like it, it wasn't that. It was on, this is what I'm doing. This is who I want to become. And this is where I'm headed. That's it. That was the main focal point of all that. I knew eventually I would be where I'm at right now. I knew it. I knew it in my heart of hearts. That was the whole point of starting to do what I wanted to do. But you really have to take a look at the subject because the first issue there is you're in a hurry. <clears throat> Why are you in a hurry, dude? Anything worth having takes time. Anything that you get quickly, you won't cherish and you'll lose just as fast, if not faster. Think about that. People win the lottery, they're broke a year later or six months later. Say, like, dude, you won fucking $100 million. Let's say you only kept $10 million after taxes and everything. Let's really lowball it. How the hell can you go from broke to getting that money and then be broke again in a year? Are you kidding me? But hey, we're not them. They suddenly got all that money and they thought, hey, I can never run through all this money. We don't know. All I know is that dynamic is always present. What comes easy goes easy. If you get it quick, you're probably going to lose it just as fast, if not faster. And it's being demonstrated to us in real time with those examples. But why the hell are we in such a rush, dude? 
What you see on social media is highlights. You know all of that's BS. You can go online and YouTube and social media and see a ton of Lamborghinis and Bugattis and Paganis and all those fancy ass fucking cars. But then when you look out in your regular life, you don't see them, right? I hear Lambos here now that I'm in Miami. I, I hear them and see them pretty often, but this is like one of those hubs like LA was where you are going to see them. But relatively speaking, compared to the amount of other cars on the road, it's still very scarce. Right? It might be one out of a thousand cars or more that is that Lambo or that, which tells you percentage wise, it's very fucking low. And I'm in an area that frequents that and encourages that. Then you want to look into it. How many of those are actual owners versus people who are renting it maybe, right? If we're going to take it that route. But why the hell are we in such a rush, dude? You see, you've let marketing poison your mind, right? If you're a young man listening to me as an example, you think you need to have the cars and all the money right now. That way you can get all the girls and do this and do that. Dude, that shit is always going to be there. You're going to be okay. If you get it at age, I don't know, 25 or 30 versus age 22 or 26, there's no fucking difference. Like, stop. How many times do we have to hear that, right? You're letting your emotions get the best of you. But how many times from an emotional standpoint do we make proper, informed decisions? Never. We have to be able to evolve beyond that animalistic side of ourselves, dude. And all that is is fucking marketing. Marketing is extremely powerful. It causes you to justify a bunch of twisted ass behaviors and this and that. Like it's, it's crazy what marketing has done. It's crazy. If you didn't know, whey protein, that powder, a lot of that shit is what they skim off the top of milk. And instead of throwing that away, they said, we want to be able to repurpose this. So what did they do? They repackaged it, changed it up a little bit started marketing it. And guess what? Now people are taking these supplements of whey protein when it used to be waste. Magnificent, brilliant marketing campaign. And millions of people consume that shit, not even knowing what it is, thinking it's some super healthy fucking thing. Now, diet wise, nutrition, nutritional science wise, you know where I stand. I don't have to tell you, but we're not going to get into that in this episode. But that's just one, one example. That's how one little thing, maybe you didn't know before this podcast. Well, now you know. It's crazy, right? There's a lot of shit we don't know. Marketing covers up a lot of stuff too, but it affects you. It puts you in a rush. Look at media now. Journalism went from being open and honest, I don't know how many years ago, maybe... 60, 70, because it's been corrupt and biased for a long time. We know that, right? I haven't watched the news and I don't know how long I refuse to do it. It's all bullshit. doesn't matter what side of the fence that you're on, right? It went from objective truth to now who's first. It's all about being first. It doesn't matter if we don't have all the information and, and it might be wrong. As long as we're first, that's all that matters. So it has spilled over into people too, because now that's what they're being fed. Being first, you got to find out this and that. Now, because people are being wired that way, it spills into every area of their life where now it's like, oh man, I need to be first and this and that. Like I remember going to the car shows 
Everyone wanted to be the first one to get that new model delivered. So they're the man for those five minutes at the show and everybody likes their shit on Instagram and blah, blah, blah for this temporary little acknowledgement. But really all it is is validation in that case, right? Same thing with you wanting to be first and do this. It's validation, right? Now, if you set the goal yourself without that outside, you know, influence to where it's not validation driven, but you're like, yo, I want to be the first one to like the Wright brothers, right? Invent aircraft or something like that. That's noble. That's cool. I can ride with that. But that has nothing to do with people liking your shit on Instagram or some outside influence. It's you genuinely saying, I want to be the first one to do this or be the first one to hit this or get number one in the company. Cool, man. I can get behind that. That's awesome. That's different. That's an example of this, but different. But why the hell are we in such a rush, dude? Man, when have you ever done anything rushed and it came out good? I remember there was a story that I was told where this, um, I wish I could give credit to who told me, but I forgot the story. This dude, right? He was a contractor. He worked. He did beautiful work, right? I'll give you the condensed version of it, right? He built these beautiful homes. He would always come up with these great designs, right? He was known for doing custom homes built from, you know, bottom to top, right? Um, and just very good, right? Used the best materials and, and did such a good job, right? So at one point, um, you know, he's near the end of his career and he's about to do his final job, right? And, and the person says, hey, we have like a special gift for you once you're done, because we know this is your last project coming up, uh, Mr. Mr. Contractor. And we have a very, very, very special um, surprise for you, right? As your final gift. So the dude's like, fuck it. I just want to get it over with. I'm about to retire. So what happens? Again, long story short, he makes this house, but instead of doing the normal good job that he does, he rushes it. He rushes it. So things are off. The floor, right? Sequence isn't lining up. The plumbing isn't, isn't too good. Roof is a little bit misaligned, right? It has issues. He finishes it. Company says, surprise, that final project, we're giving it to you. It's yours. That's your new home as a present from us for your retirement. And the dude's heart just drops, right? Now there's more to that story, but I want to keep it short for the podcast. That's an example of being rushed and not doing things right and it fucking you over. So whenever you're in this rushed state, you're also very emotional and erratic and more likely to make mistakes. I mean, do I need to continue? Do I need to continue? We need to become more cerebral versus emotional. This is what separates human beings. This is your real true humanity is your intelligence, your higher intelligence. All the impulse and all the other stuff and instinct that we share that with animals. Animals have that too. So that this is a part of your awakening and development as a human being to switch from how we've been primed. And we are primed the way we're brought up, circumstances, media, the system, school, whatever you want to call it. It breeds that type of you know, behavior. So I'm not in quotes mad at people for it. I'm just here trying to grab people and shake them and say, yo, let's, let, let, let's rise up a little bit and use our minds. We want to shift from being more animalistic to being more cerebral, right? And this is one of those things. You have to recognize these things in real time. This is how you start catching it. You catch yourself in an animalistic state in behavior and say, whoa, this is what, you know, Brian was talking about. I need to stop for a second and actually think and not just go off motor response like I've been doing for the last 10, 20, 30, 50 60 years, right? However old you are. I need to catch it. I need to stop being in a fucking rush. 
I know I can get the car this year. Can I afford it technically? Yes, but it wouldn't be the wise decision to do it now. I need to be more patient and do it in a year because then when I get it, it's not going to be me barely scraping by. I'll be in a position where maybe my investments can pay for it or I can comfortably within the budget that I originally set out, I can buy it if it's a car or whatever it is. I'm not going to be in a rush to impress people. I'm going to do it right. I'm going to do it the right way because that's the way you're supposed to do it, man. That's what breeds longevity. God, I'm so glad me. And I learned this early on. I was in a rush to get the cars and shit. That Audi that I got, that you remember from my first YouTube channel, I should not have bought that car, right? Now, I learned a lot from it, no doubt. But man, had I waited six months or a year to get that car, it would have been so much better. It would have been so much better. That was a mistake. That was an ego-driven purchase. I'm this hot shot. I'm doing good. I want to give a middle finger to everybody. Right? This is a cool new, brand new Audi, which by the way, don't buy cars brand new. I lost my ass on it a year and a half later when I turned it in. Crazy. Crazy. But that was an example of me being in a rush. Now, I learned a lot from it because I knew I made a mistake, but I said, hey, the mistake was made. Let's see what I can learn from it. So I use that to jumpstart my learning in regards to you know, financial literacy, putting my stuff in order. And now you know, I'm I'm in a position where like next week, as an example, I'm getting uh, a check for about uh, just under six figures that I'm putting in a new business account that I'm opening. And it's just temporary right now, but like I'm sitting on a lot of cash. Once I have that, I'll be sitting on probably about a quarter of a million dollars liquid that of course I'm going to invest. I'm not going to let it sit there because inflation, right? But it's besides the point. I have a lot of money. I have extreme cash flow. My income is through the roof. I have no debt. I think I have just in my personal name, close to 80 to $100,000 worth of credit that I can use, like credit lines, credit cards, some with no limits, some with 20, $30,000 limits. And total right now on all the cards, I think I have maybe 5,000 charged, which I'll pay off. You know, I always pay it off before the end of the month, whatever I charge. So I'm literally debt-free. I have like no expenses. I just sold another one of my cars, right? So I'm paying for, you know, my business expenses, my uh, new house here that I'm living in, right here in Florida and my office. So my, my income to debt, right? Like my active income per month to like expenses. I think my expenses are like less than 5%. It's like two or 3%, right? I have money in the bank investments, right? I own, let's see, four, five, six, seven, eight properties, right? I mean, man, talk about a difference. And I bought that Audi, what, 2014? So that was eight years ago. Now, just about eight, well, seven and a half, seven, seven and a half. Crazy, man. So that was one of the mistakes that I used as leverage to learn to be in this position. Regardless of what happens in the world now, the, the, the US dollar fails, some catastrophe, I'm good. And I'm fucking 35 years old, not even 36 yet. Like, I'm good. Now, a lot of the steps that I took included this, not being in a fucking rush. And sometimes I almost don't like saying that stuff because some people interpret it as bragging and they don't listen to what I'm saying. Fuck that. Not making a point here. I went from being an idiot financially as an example, get this point, to now being in a position where nothing can break me seven years later without worldwide fame and all that shit, just being smart and applying certain things such as financial literacy. How many people do you know like that, that have done that and are in this position? 
which is another reason I like doing this stuff to help people, to show them what's possible. So if I told you right now, let's say you're starting. I started when I was what, 27, 26, 27 saying, Hey, I'm going to get into real estate, do my entrepreneurial thing, right? I'll be 36 in a couple months. So it's been about nine, 10 years now I've been doing this shit. What if I told you, yo, you do what I tell you, you do this, you do that seven or eight years from now, I don't care where you're at right now. Even if you're flat broke or your, your bank account is negative. If you do what I say in seven to eight years, you'll be a multimillionaire, you'll own assets, you'll be good to where no matter what happens in the world, you're going to be okay and be able to do whatever you want and be financially free and blah, 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 blah. You wouldn't look at me and be like, oh my God, seven years, that's so long. You'd be like, yo, where do I start? Because no matter what, you add seven years, not only is that time going to pass anyway, what I just described to you, anybody would want. Anybody of, of a sound, sane mind would be like, yo, let's do it, please. You would be a fool to say no to that. You may in the process after a couple of years, as you become more equipped and get better, maybe, you know, through different, uh, you know, diversif diversification of, of studies, meeting new people, maybe you'll find a way to reduce that timeline. I don't know, right? Might take a little bit longer, maybe a little bit less. I don't know. But on average, it'll be mine if you follow the same path and do what I did and, and do what I tell you to do, right? But that's different. You're not going to be in this fucking hurry. Because in the back of, back of your mind, you know where I'm at and you want to get there, right? Which is what you can do. I was clear about that from the beginning. However, anytime a moment showed up where I got in that frantic, eh, eh, I need to hurry, it costs me, dude. Do not fall into some bullshit trap like that, right? We have our, our moments of weakness. I understand that. I acknowledge it. But remember, you're in this for the long haul. How does this apply? Well, look at, let's say, a realtor who follows me, right? We get enamored with chasing the deal and wanting something now, and we forget that we're going to be in this business for a long time. So that conversation, instead of taking it where you're supposed to, whether they're ready or not, and creating a connection and getting their cell phone and their email and adding them to your database, because you're chasing the deal and you're blinded in that moment, you move on without capturing their information and building your database because you're just hunting the deal. How do I know that? Ding, 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 because I did it for the first couple months. One big grave mistake I made early on. You didn't exist to me unless you wanted to buy or sell real estate or invest or knew somebody. They wanted to do it in the next three to four weeks. You know how many people's information I passed up on? Probably dozens and dozens and dozens, maybe even two or 300 in those first two or three months easily that I could have gotten if I just stayed in the conversation or simply asked. Why? Because I was in a rush. I was too busy trying to act and show people that I was successful or I had gotten X amount of deals in this amount of time, I'm cool. Instead of actually becoming that long-term badass real estate agent, entrepreneur, business owner that would do things correctly. I got caught up in that, in that BS and I suffered because of it. Now, some people never recover from those mistakes because when they find out, they crumble. I didn't crumble. I hit myself in the face and said, dummy, step it up. And then I did. And I kept going, which is why you can never beat somebody who's persistent and consistent like myself, because we just won't stop regardless of what we do right or what we do wrong. But focus on being, not appearing to be. I've given you some anecdotes, some stories. Take it with you because this is extremely important. Do what you're supposed to do. Think long-term. Largo plazo, for those of you who speak Spanish, right? I was listening to this uh, cool audiobook in Spanish. 
if you understand Spanish, DM me. It is in regards to finances and money. Um, it's called The Millionaire Mind, but it's in Spanish. So message me and I'll send you the link. It's pretty cool. It's on free. It's on YouTube. It's a good listen on some of the basics and it'll get you up to speed. Um, whether you've heard it or not, I think it'll be beneficial for you. Okay. It was just in my mind right before this podcast and I paused it. So if you want the link, you can DM me personally on Instagram or Facebook and I'll send it to you. Okay. Focus on being not appearing to be. We'll continue this episode a little bit later because we're right about at the 20 minute mark, but that's it guys. Those of you who are a part of the challenge, salute. Those of you in modern success, salute. If you're interested in anything that I have to offer, go to briancastella.com and get signed up, purchase a product, see you on the coaching, whatever you decide. All right, that's it for this one, guys. We'll see you. Peace.